Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. South Seas Healthcare, providing excellent health and well-being for Pacific people and all communities. Your home for everything rugby league. This is Running It Straight with Tony Kemp and Sam Hewitt on SENZ. That is rugby league. Welcome into Running It Straight here for your Wednesday, 16th of August, three minutes past two. And a big shout out to everyone watching live on YouTube. You can drop a comment there, we'll pick that up, or you can text through on double eight, double three. Uh, coming up between now and three o'clock, we're going to talk a little bit about the game on the weekend. Um, just go on the Warriors getting the win over the West Tigers, a little bit scrappy. Uh, so Kempi and I chew the fat on that one as well as some of the stories around the NRL at the moment. We're going to chat with Stacey Jones uh, around about quarter past two. A lot of uh, talk around the Seagulls-Warriors uh, game on Friday night at Daniel Anderson Stadium. But we're, we're going to um, deep dive with Stacey just into Daniel Anderson, the memories of the uh, of the great man. Kempi, I, I, that sort of sounds like he's passed away. But, you know, uh, given that we're honouring him this Friday night, we want to talk with Stacey about those uh, those glory days back in the sort of 02 days you alongside him as well, Kempi. It might get a little bit of oil from Stace if he uh, if he's willing to share that on radio. Um, and then after of two, of course you'll get an oil. After two thirty, uh, we'll have a look at this weekend's game against the Seagulls. I think it's one of the Warriors' toughest games on this run home. Mm. Uh, Kempi, very very dangerous prospect ahead of them as well as some of the other games going on uh, around the NRL. And get a few of your texts away as well. Double eight, double three, or you can drop, like I said, a comment on the YouTube live. Uh, have a are, quick. Are you okay? Because you you seem to have slowed down your talking a little bit. Are you getting well, are you getting ready to come? Commentate mm. rugby or something? No, because you I know thought, you know you're going to have to you're going to struggle because it's like ten seconds slower than I, league. I actually am. Um, I'm a little bit worried about um, how it's I'm going to fill the, the gaps. Of how the I'm fill eight, the gaps. And the halfbacks just picked it up, and he's kicked it, and I've caught it. <laughs> Why aren't you doing the, the commentary? Maybe we swap places if I get. Oh, Sammy, if, you're if, if, if I get young sick, Rebs. I'll, I'll call you in if I get sick. I thought you were actually going to ask me um, if I'm changing my tune on the uh, the grand final, uh, the, the premiership no, call no, I made. Mate, no, but I feel no. like it might be going slightly the other way. Mate, to you, be fair, you, you owned it. You owned it in the end. You owned it in the end. And like I said, you know, like you've maybe just thrown your line out a little bit too early. <laughs> I think, like seriously, I think the the last weekend of the um, of the competition round is going to be a fantastic weekend. Oh, it will be. It really so will when, be. You're, when you're looking at the competition at the moment, if the results go uh, a little bit skew with between now and the back end of the season, you don't want to be doing anything on the last round of the NRL. Nah. And um, I think it's it's almost a fait accompli now that the Broncos finished in second. They needed to drop one of these two games. Now they've got the bye, which is a free two points. Storm is, there, is the last game of the season for them, which they could drop, but at that point, we're already four points behind them. So I would say they've almost locked up second spot. The Warriors, if they win on Friday, will lock up a top four spot. Um, they could still theoretically finish in fourth if they then drop the next um, two in the in the Storm win. Um, and look, the Storm are a scary prospect as well, can be with uh, Ryan Pappenhausen carving up in Queensland Cup on the weekend. Oh, it's just about back. We, but we knew that. We knew, we knew all these um, these 
what do you call changes would happen and it'll start to play out, you know, Peppernowns. And it's the same with um, Tamari Martin, you know what I mean? Coming back at the right time. All of these things will have an influence on the way that the season's being played. We talked about injuries, okay? Mitch um, Barnett's out for the weekend. You know, you got Buntill Four coming back. You know, you got Sean Johnson with it. We talked about injuries, carrying a little bit of a quad injury. All of these things, will the, the cards will fall, Sammy. It's just about how far do they fall out of favour of the Warriors or for the Warriors. Mm, yeah. Well, James's uh, message on YouTube saying, Kempi, any concerns on the Warriors' performance lately? Is it just down to very tough comp with no easy games and night games in New Zealand? And uh, that will lead us into maybe the game on the weekend against the Tigers, Kempi, because once again, uh, it wasn't the most complete performance from the Warriors. I think Andrew Webster even would admit that there were areas of the game they'd like to improve. At, at what point do you think Warriors fans should just be a little bit worried? I feel like, Kempi, what they're waiting for is for the Warriors to just put 50 points on a team. Just to ease the concerns. That's what it feels like at the well, moment. Well, I don't think they're going to put 50 points on a team between now and the semis. Um, and that's a, that's a great question about the last couple of weeks. You've got to remember they've won five in a trot. They're going to be, um, go for six this week. It's the first time or the third time they've only done it in their existence. But what you've got, and, and it's quite simple, you've got these this team that Andrew Webster's taken on board and they're all playing the fine defining career t- um, best football across the board. You talk about their spine, Wade Egan, Sean Johnson, um, Luke Metcalf, Tamari Martin and, and Chastical Clockstart. They're as good a spine as anyone in the competition. Then you add Aidan Fanoa Blake, Tor Harris, Mitch Barnett, Maratu Noa Kore and, and our mate Ford out on the, on the left edge. None of them have been playing bad for long periods of time. And what you've got is you've got a little bit of a drop in form and a, men- and a little bit of mental fatigue. And I, I think it's really uh, important for the Warriors to make sure that they're managing these next three weeks to try and get them through that and back to the type of football that they have been playing all year to get them to this stage. So uh, I'm not really that worried. I think I think Andrew Webster's a, a very smart coach. You know, it's really interesting talking to Daniel Anderson. You can tune into breakfast tomorrow morning because we've got Ando on. Uh, and, he talk, and he's talk, going to talk about Andrew Webster as a coach. Now, they're very similar. You know, you, they don't become bad coaches overnight. I think Andrew Webster at the moment has, has, has enough experience to get them back up mm. for the full finals football. It's just whether or not he can get them up enough, you know, to be performing like they have been doing all year. So I want to ask you what you sort of think over the last couple of games just has been a little bit off for the Warriors, and it ties into a question from uh, Maria, who's a message on YouTube saying, Kempi, the left edge with Ford, Metcalf, Pompey have been leaking a few tries over the past few weeks. How do you stiffen up that edge with the finals around the corner and teams no doubt targeting uh, that edge? So what, what sort of you been noticing? What, what's been a little bit off for the Warriors over the last couple of weeks, and how do you fix some of those? Well, d- defensively, you've got to take a few things into account here. All right, let's take the weekend. You, you lose Wade Egan. You've got a, you've got a new fullback in Tontoa Piki. Um, out there on the left edge, and then you've got a um, a change to the structure defensively in the middle. All right, edges generally get caught because the middles get strained. All right, so mm-hmm. it's not general, you know, like like last year and the year before where they just went to the edge and they scored tries at will. Yeah. Now this year, this team's so resilient in and around the defence in the middle that on the weekend they got caught in the middle. They had to jam their defenders back into the into the middle of the park. Hence, they pick it up a dummy half and they get Laurie gets on the outside. The big second row finds a pass back on the inside and they make a break. Um, so I wouldn't. It's not something that you can't fix, and it's not something that's. You know, there for for good, they'll they'll tidy that part up. The problem that you have is that when you 
when you're playing teams and you're not, and this is to answer your question about what do you think needs to change, when you're not um, confidently demanding respect in the middle of the park, you are going to struggle. Mm. And and I've been saying this for weeks. The Warriors are at their best when they dominate defensively and offensively in the middle of the park. You've got to say on the weekend, Tohu Harrison, Aina Fanua, Blake, two best players on the pitch. Yeah. Sean Johnson picking the right spots after being able to go behind them. But defensively, they were fragile. Yeah, hmm. but the, but you can give them a little bit of leeway on that because you've lost Egan, you've got Tolpik at the back who's calling those defensive defensive shots. And I actually thought that Tane, under the circumstances coming in this late in, in the season, did a really good job for a young kid. So um, again, like you got to remember, we've got the wins, you know, we've got the wins, and now what we need to do is make sure we capitalise on that going in. If we do finish in the in the top four, and like you said, probably. Is it three? Is it four? I think that's going to make a hell of a difference. Um, ready to go, you know. We don't want to be sort of scratching. We oh, and I'll talk, talk to you about it again, Sammy. We don't want to be scratching injuries. You know, how bad is Sean's thigh? Now, if he can't kick goals, what does the next three weeks look like with that strain? Mm. If it is a strain in the, in the quad or the abductor, wherever wherever it is, Wade Egan's um, fr- fragility in and around HIA. You know, you got Mitch Barnett out this week. I'm, I'm assuming with that neck injury or a knee injury or whatever, you just don't know. You've just got to be, you know, making sure that we're getting everyone back on board when the when the um, September weekend start. And now the other big question that everyone's asking or I guess suggesting at the moment, tossing up in uh, various uh, social media pages and online and in our um, text machine, Kempi, is uh, to Mighty Martin if he comes back, does he go straight back in? No, of course he doesn't. He's been out for too long. He needs so the same like you. You just have to look at, look, Pepinhausen, does he go straight back in? No. He needs a couple of, he needs a couple of games under his belt. Um, and you can't just say, you know, blame, start blaming everything on Luke Metcalf. It is not Luke Metcalf is not the issue. All right? So I'm pretty sure the positions in that team between 1 and 17 are going to be selected on what's best for the team, not what's best be- best to change an individual into the team. Mm. And i got to say, Luke Metcalf, mate, he ain't going that bad. No, there's been, I think, a couple of instances over the last few weeks where maybe the decision-making's off, but but not, like you, probably to your point, not game-costing or, you know, there's certainly other things happening on the field that you'd argue are more important So now we're going to drop players because we're winning games. Well, it is funny how how quickly the the sort of the tide has turned around. It's for expectation, Warriors fans. isn't it? Well, exactly. It's it expectation. Is. It's, expecting that. That's what I'm saying, Kimby. I feel like Warriors fans are expecting the team to to beat to put fifty points on a team to show us that they're this big finals team. You know, it feels like that's what people want. Coach, coaching's a, a is a funny beast, you know, because when you're looking at at games and you're looking at mom- so you, uh, generally in momentum swings, Sammy, and you can see this because you're calling it every game. You know, you you can call back to back sets and you can uh, see a momentum swing. Coaching football teams is the same; they ebb and flow. All right, and we were flowing. Mm. No one wanted to talk about dropping people. Two weeks ago, we had Luke Metcalf on, and everyone's just praising him from yeah. the top of the hills. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, it's known, ah, he needs to get out there. We need to put, we need to put um, another player back into a spot. Well, no, it's a, it's a, it's a nib at the moment. They just they've got a little bit of foot form, and I've and I've explained that across the board. You're not haven't got 17 players playing out of their skin, and it's going to happen. Mm. So this is where the coaching starts, and I'm I'm back in Andrew Webster. Like yeah. I backed him all year. 
you know, so I'm backing him to get them back up and ready for the semis. Yeah, big game this Friday night against Manly. We will talk about that after 2.30. But uh, we've got to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to catch up with uh, assistant coach at the Warriors and legend, of course, Stacey Jones, uh, about Daniel Anderson and uh, what he means to the Warriors, what he meant to Stacey, uh, both during his playing career and also post as well. If you've got any questions, you can text them through on double eight double three, or you can jump on our, our YouTube channel and, uh, and drop a comment in there. But we'll take a short break. Come back with Stacey after this.